Well, hello there and welcome back. Welcome to episode number two of the Amazing Seller Podcast. And uh, today what I'm going to be talking about is how to go from zero to $47,000 in 90 days. And I know that sounds kind of sales pitchy and, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, overnight success kind of thing. But it's the truth and uh, it's my numbers. And that's what I'm going to go over here. I'm going to actually, like I said, in the very first episode, I'm going to I'm going to explain exactly what I did in the beginning steps. Now, to some people, maybe you're further along and maybe you're doing better and that's awesome. Uh, Hopefully I can have you on the show and we can kind of dissect it so we can all learn from it. Uh, And once again, I don't even think I introduced myself. My name is Scott Volker and uh, I'm the host of this show because I wanted to put something out there in this this space because I don't believe that there's... uh, there's any shows out there dedicated to FBA private labeling, you know, Amazon selling and, and e-commerce and brand building and all that stuff. There's a couple of shows, but they're uh, they're not really focused on the private labeling, uh, branding and, and that type of stuff. And honestly, I really wanted to create a show about this. And that's why I did that. So if you didn't listen to the episode number one, which is kind of short, it's about 14, 15 minutes, it'll explain uh, everything that I plan to do with this and uh, kind of how it's like a little test pilot that I'm doing right now and seeing if uh, if you guys like it. And if you do, then I'll continue to do it. And of course, there's not going to be any charge for this because the way that I'm going to get paid for this is to be able to reach out and connect to other uh, high profile sellers or just sellers that are selling in general uh, to, to learn from and to have on the show and to, and to bring some of these uh, techniques and stuff. But today, what I want to talk about is, uh, and I'm going to share with you, is my journey in this. Okay, now I've been at it just a little over 120 days, I think it is now. It's October 22nd is when I started 2014. That's when I actually uh, I sold my first product, uh, and, and I continue to sell that product, but that's really where I started. But about 30 days before that's when I did all my research and kind of trying to you know figure out what was it that I was going to sell. And uh, you know what, before I keep going here, though, I just want to mention, I don't know if you guys can hear it or not, but I, I've got my dog in the in the uh, office here, and uh, he's a little puggle. He's one of my uh, one of my kids, and uh, he's sleeping, so you might hear him snoring. I just uh, I wanted to point that out, just in case you hear him. He's hard sleeping right now. He's had a rough morning, uh, but. Uh, yeah, so I, I really just wanted to walk through my steps, uh, kind of in a nutshell. Though I'm not going to be able to go, you know, diving deep into all of these, uh, but I'm going to basically just give you step by step, play by play, what I did to get to this point, to where you know now I just looked at the numbers uh, this morning before I got on here, just to uh, you know kind of be accurate in that. And I think in the first episode I said zero to fifty k, and I wanted to correct that because that's not what it was. It was fifty k if you counted in my promotions and stuff, meaning my giveaways and stuff like that, because Amazon doesn't uh, doesn't count that. They count that as a real sale. So I went ahead and I stripped out that, which was about 3000 So about $47,000, actually it's a little bit more, um, in 90 days of sales. But let me just point out that 23000 of that was in January so far. So here we are, January 31st, the day that I'm recording this, 2015, and uh, I'm not sure when this is going to air, but uh, just to let you know, this is for 30 days, 23,000. So you can see that that's, you know, it's pretty, pretty good. And we're kind of going in that direction. Uh, every day, uh, we're, we're incrementally uh, doing better and, and selling more and, and keeping more consistent. So I really wanted to just walk you through uh, through that. And I just wanted to point out that a lot of you that are listening to this, 
at least at this point when we're brand new here, are probably from the FBA sellers group uh, that uh, um, Daniel had put together. And again, I just want to give another shout out to Daniel for, uh, you know, basically putting that group together, but also, uh, you know, allowing, uh, you know, people like myself to get in there and, and help people. And there, you know, there's a lot of spammers on there too, that are trying to get you to buy their product and this, that, and the other thing. Uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of that. So, you know, if you're one of them and you're listening, stop. Okay. Cause Daniel doesn't like it. And a lot of us on the group don't like it. All right. So just add value. Uh, if you've got something uh, like this here, like I'm doing like a podcast or something, you think that you can add value back to this community, then go for it. Uh, I think, I don't think anyone's going to have a problem with that. So, uh, just a little house cleaning there on that, uh, Facebook group. Uh, all right. So I guess I'm just going to jump right into it here. And again, the, you know, there's not going to be any true format to, to any of these shows really yet because I haven't really, I haven't really gotten my groove yet. Uh, I'm still kind of learning it. But I will tell you this: that I am going to be myself. I'm, I'm not going to uh, clean up a lot of the uh, audio here and stuff if I stumble and if I stammer a little bit. Um, you're just going to have to kind of deal with that for right now. But I hope you're going to get value from this and uh, and uh, you know be able to number one, uh, you know make your business grow, but also if you're just starting, get started because that's the biggest thing. If you just keep thinking about it and researching, uh, you're just going to keep trying to learn and trying to research and you're never going to do. So take action. All right. So, all right, let's, let's kind of dig into it. I've got some criteria that I uh, used and that I'm continuing to use and I'll kind of go through them. Uh, so, the first off is that, you know, and I, I hear this, you know, ASMers are out there and they're, uh, you know, saying, well, you know, get into a product that, you know, $14.95 up to $40. I wouldn't go as low as $14.95. I just don't think there's enough profit margin there. Uh, I think you got to look at something that's at least, you know, that you can at least get to the $19.95 level. I currently, uh, or I, when I was researching it, I wanted something that I knew I could push to about $24.95 and even higher, uh, and I did find that. And I'll give you a couple of ways that I, I did that and that I'm going to do that in the future because uh, I think it's important because you can't just you know put a product out there, slap your label on it, and sell it. You can, but it's not. you're going to all of a sudden be competing with a whole bunch of other people, so you want to differentiate yourself. But uh, I went with something that I knew I could at least get $19.95 for. Now, when you're starting, you might not get that. You might have to do a break-even so you can get sales rolling. Uh, but I went after something that was at least 1995 and I knew that my margin was going to be around 45% or higher. And currently I think I'm around 55%. So, uh, it's doing well. Uh, okay. So first off, pick a product that you know, uh, is selling. Okay. And you know, if you don't know how to do that, again, we're going to dig into that in other episodes, but really you're just looking at the BSR, the, the bestseller rank, and you're seeing if it's something that you think that you can sell. All right. And that you think that, uh, you know, you can, source and supply and all that stuff. And I'll go into that a little bit more in detail in a minute, but I just kind of want to go over the key points here. Um, then you're going to want to launch your product and uh, you're going to want to get your first 15 reviews as soon as possible. Um, that's what I would do. And that's what I'm going to do even on my second, third, and fourth product. I'm going to follow the same format and the same formula. Uh, and then from there, you're going to start your Amazon pay-per-click and you're going to want to be aggressive. I keep saying your, because uh, I'm saying that this is what you should do, I guess. This is what I did. All right. So, you know, you want to price it to sell. I'm priced, I priced it to sell. All right. But what I mean is, is that, you know, you want to run your pay-per-click and, uh, you want to go aggressively with it. Okay. And that's what I did. I went aggressively with it. I, I spent, uh, you know, money. So I knew I could start getting sales. Okay. I didn't want to be the last one down uh, on the right-hand side or at the bottom of the page. I wanted to be the first. So I would bid up as high as I needed to in order to take that spot. Uh, that's the beautiful thing with that Amazon pay-per-click is you can basically start on day one and be number 
number one if you bid high enough. And we'll get into a little bit in a in a while in a little while of, of why you want to do that. But the other thing is you want to price it to sell. And what I mean by that is you don't want to just all of a sudden say, well, I came into this thing because I know I want to get 1995, so I'm going to go ahead and price this thing at uh, 1895. That's not really what we're saying here. What we're saying is you almost want to go in almost in the red, so this way here you can start getting sales. So price it to sell so you can start getting those organic sales. That's what I did, all right? And then I focused on pay-per-click sales and then reviews. That's all I worried about, okay? Got my product up. I sourced it. I got it supplied. I got my 15 reviews. I actually got a few more than that. Started Amazon pay-per-click, started spending, started making sales, started getting reviews. Okay. That is as simple as that is. All right. Now, I continue to grow the uh, the reviews, and you, you all should be doing that, but that's what I concentrate on. Uh, second thing is, is I will not think about product number two until I've reached 25 sales per day. Now, this came from Ryan Daniel Moran from Freedom Fastlane, and again, if Ryan is listening to this ever, uh, I just want to say thank you, and hey, I would love to have you on as a guest sometime. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, if you guys haven't checked him out, uh, he's got a, a good blog, he's got a a, you know, a bunch of episodes that are focused around Amazon. I will tell you that uh, he has, which, which he did, I don't know if he's going to have it anymore, but he had a thing called the tribe, uh, which basically if you bought into ASM, then you can get into his tribe. So basically you're paying like $4,000 for ASM, that that course, and he's going to get 50% of that. So you're paying, basically paying, paying him $2,000 to be in his in his you know mastermind or his tribe uh, or whatever. And you know what? To some people, it's worth it. I didn't want to do it because I didn't personally want to join ASM personally. I didn't think I needed it, and I still don't think I need it, and I think I'm doing fine without it. But I do like the idea of masterminds. Um, but anyway, so you don't want to roll out product number two until you you know, feel as though product number one is doing well. And I know I'm kind of bouncing all over the place here, but I'll break it down a little bit more step-by-step in a minute. But I just want to kind of give you the overview. Uh, But really, uh, you know, product number two doesn't get even, you know, introduced until you know that you can maintain your 25 sales and that you can, uh, and so you don't take away from that, okay? You don't want to say, well, I can only spend now $20 a day on on Amazon pay-per-click because now I've got product number two. You don't want that. You want it to have enough sales to be taking care of itself and to continue to really push that and then do the same thing to product number two. And then from there, just rinse and repeat. So that's my strategy, okay? Find something I can sell for at least $19.95 or higher with a margin of at least 45%. Launch it, excuse me, to get 15 reviews or more as soon as possible. Uh, Start Amazon pay-per-click as soon as possible, aggressively spending, price it to sell, either break even or, or a little bit higher, focus on pay-per-click and sales and reviews until you get to that 25 sales per day on average, and then roll out product number two, and then rinse and repeat, okay? So that's pretty much the strategy. So now let's just go over some of the, the nitty-gritty about that so I can break it down exactly what I did, all right? So the first thing is I researched just like they they tell you, and you know you can do you can go and Google it and find it, and a whole bunch of people in the group will tell you, uh, you know just go to the Amazon bestsellers. This is what I did, and uh, and then just start digging through some some subcategories that you're interested in. Um, I almost fell into the trap of kind of going where I thought there was a huge market and that I I could uh, you know sell a product. I was looking at the baby market to be honest with you, and. Uh, you know, the thing is, is I've got a seven-year-old daughter. I don't have a baby. Uh, I've also got two older kids, a 16-year-old and a 19-year-old. And, uh, you know, it 
it didn't really pertain to me. Now, if my 19-year-old gets older and she was 24 and she had a baby and, uh, you know, maybe we were helping her with that, then maybe I would think that was a viable business for me. But I just felt like... um, I just felt like it wasn't the right fit for me. So I wanted to go into something that either was a hobby for me or that I knew I was interested in and that I was going to continue to be interested in. So just a little bit there. Don't rush into something just because you see that there's potential there. Really just create a big list at first and then from there start to dissect it. All right. And what I did is I looked at, and I know a lot of people say, well, look at the top 100. I went deeper than that. I found, you know, like 500 and under, uh, you know, and then I started digging. And my whole thing here was, is try to find something that the BSR for the number one, okay, if you go in for that keyword and for that number one product, um, I went after something that I had at least one of them, the top one, was doing 500 or less, meaning 500 BSR, bestseller rank. Um, and I would, and again, you want to monitor this over the course of probably a week. So what you want to do is, is keep looking at that front page, keep looking at um, all of the top 10, all right? Now, very important thing here I want to mention is what I also did is I paid attention to the reviews. Now, if you've got a product that you're going to, especially your first product, and you see they've got 1,000 reviews, and then the second product has 700 reviews, and then the third product has 500 reviews, I personally would not go into that market for the first product. Not saying I wouldn't do it for the second or third, I just wouldn't do it for the first. You're gonna have a harder time uh, to basically get some of that market share. All right, so what I did is I found a product that was, uh, again, the rank on it. I believe the first uh, the first product was the rank for the, uh, the, the top guy there, the top seller, was like around 150 in the top category. And then I think the second one was probably the BSR was like, uh, six, seven hundred, and then the third one might have went to like fifteen hundred, and then the next one might have went to four thousand, and so on. I've actually loosened up on that a little bit. If I find, because uh, I've done some more research on, on my second and third product already, you know, if if I find that uh, there's something that I feel I can get in there fairly easily because they're not doing what I'm going to do, uh, either with a better product or better pictures or better description or better bonuses or whatever, uh, and and I think I can go in there and get more reviews quicker and and just have a better customer relation uh, with these uh, with these customers to help me build up quicker, um, I'll go as high as like a 1,000 because I know that in certain categories, if you've got a bestseller rank of a 1,000, you're selling 30, 40 a day. Uh, you know, even at 3,000, you could be selling 20 a day. And really, that's my benchmark for a lot of uh, products. I need to know that I can at least sell 20 per day consistently. Um, and if I can do that, then I'll go into even a less competitive market, but yet still is making sales. Now, a lot of people want to go right for you know the most competitive market, meaning they want to go into like you know supplements. Which, if you're getting started, I recommend not doing that because you are going to be uh, you're going to be really really struggling with uh, with fighting in that war uh, because it truly is. And I personally wouldn't recommend that. If you want to, you know, good luck, and uh, maybe you know you can you can get in there and, and kind of tell us how you're doing because I truly do not believe that that's a market that any newbie should go into uh, because it's it's such a rat race in there and it's brutal. Uh, people are leaving negative reviews, uh, you know, fake uh, reviews, and trying to you know really take down listings, and it's it's just a nightmare. Um, so I would be careful with that. But with that being said. 
If you see a market that you think that you can go in and you can, you know, beat the reviews in a, in a reasonable amount of time and, uh, you know, basically make the product look and appear better and and actually be better, then, you know, that's what you want to look for. So that's kind of like product selection. I know I kind of went over that quickly, but I'll do other uh, episodes that we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit deeper. And again, you know, questions. I, I want to get questions from from you guys and gals. I, I want to know, uh, you know, what kind of questions you want me to talk about on here, and I will. And if we have sellers on, uh, other sellers, which we will, um, I can bring those questions up to them and kind of ask their opinions on that as well. So the second step, I went and I found the supplier. After I selected a product, I kind of like, I said, oh, you know what, Scott? I got I to gotta stop, you know, going back and forth here. I'm going to pick one and I'm going to go with it and I'm going to live on it. And, and if you know what, if, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. At least I'll learn from it. Uh, so I went ahead. Head and uh, I found the supplier, and that took uh, probably around. I don't know, a week and a half, two weeks. And the thing is there, I found him on Alibaba and a lot of people hear horror stories. I have had good luck with it and my approach has always been just go in there, look for the gold suppliers. There's there's little check boxes you can check. Look for the gold supplier and then uh, you know look for on, on-site check. You have all of these little criterias that Alibaba gives you and they're getting better to where it protects you. And uh, and then just uh, start uh, you know emailing uh, people that are sourcing your product and that you want to know if you can either uh, acquire that product or if you can have it customized, um, any of that stuff. So that's what I did. And I went back and forth with probably around five different suppliers. And I just put in an email that made it sound like I was the purchasing agent for my company and that uh, we were looking to expand our, uh, our product line. And then from there, I just, uh, you know, asked like maybe four or five short questions. And then that kind of got the dialogue going. What I will say is, you know, allow yourself probably a good 20 to 30 days for this process because by the time you go back and forth with them, I mean, you got to remember we're 12 hours difference about depending on where you live, 12 hours difference. So when you, you know, send something in, if it's, you know, early in the day for you, it might be at night for them. They won't get it for 12 hours and then it's just back and forth. You can also Skype with them if you want to stay up later and Skype with them. A lot of them will do that. I didn't. I just emailed back and forth. Um, and then I, I settled on one and uh, she has been great. Uh, actually, I've already got my second and third product um, kind of lined up. So we've already went through all of the uh, ins and outs and kind of discussion on branding and, uh, you know, customizations and all that stuff, uh, which takes time. And then you got to get your samples and all that stuff. So I got a sample, uh, took about three to four days. And the one thing I will say is, is, uh, you know, when you get your sample, you know, some people are are blown away because, well, they want to charge you 30 or $50 to get the sample. Uh, you know, in all honesty, that's the cost of business. And you know what, they're not really making anything on that. If they're going to send something from China, you know, DHL, uh, express mail three days, it's going to take you, it's going to cost them 30 to 50 bucks to do it. So it's not like they're making any money on that. So just pay it and get the sample. And, uh, you know, I would try to get two or three samples from two to three different vendors, and then you can compare quality and, uh, and then go from there. So that's what I did. Again, we can do a whole show on suppliers and, uh, outsourcing, importing, uh, shipping and all that stuff, which we will. Uh, okay. So then the, the second thing now we've got, I, I settled on that. We went ahead and uh, said, okay, this is cool. Good. Now what do we do? Right. We've got 30 days basically before we're going to get that product because that's about how long it takes, you know, 20 days for production and then usually 10 days to get it, you know, packaged and shipped. Uh, so allow about 30 days. So that's what I did. So what, what do you do? Well, I took Ryan Moran's, uh, advice and I built a Facebook page. 
All right. Now, in my background, I've been in the internet, uh, you know, online internet marketing, you know, information product space. So I know my way around a little bit. You know, I know how to build lists. I know I know how to you know collect emails and all that stuff. But you know what? I wanted to do this the quickest way possible. So I just went onto Facebook and I built a Facebook page. I think I paid about three hundred bucks and I got about two thousand likes to the page. And then I just had my wife post about two to three, uh, four times a day, just with content, just like repurposing uh, content. from other Facebook pages and just sharing it and then asking questions and just getting the interaction going. And I think out of the 2000, I think one of our best posts might have been shared like a hundred times and uh, might have had like 300 likes. And, you know, so again, Facebook isn't, you know, really uh, a huge success as far as, uh, you know, getting a ton of share and ton of, uh, you know, likes like it used to be. It's, it's harder. Uh, people really have to start engaging with the page for you to show up in their newsfeed. But with that being said, you're looking for like between 10 and 15 people that can review your product almost instantly, like buy it and set and, uh, and leave reviews. And that's really all we were after with that. And you might say, well, 300 bucks, that's kind of a lot of money. It is and it isn't because those are kind of like diehard fans that will, you know, review product after product, but also you're almost creating your own little community. So now you can get feedback, uh, from these people. Um, you can, you can also, if you wanted to, you can take a Facebook ad and target just your group. So this way, here, if you're not showing up in their newsfeed, you can almost force yourself into their newsfeed by paying uh, an advertisement and putting in there. Um, so that's what we did. All right. So we got about 10 uh, people to raise their hand and say, yeah, we'd love to test the product and leave you a review. I said, okay, cool. So that's what we did. Uh, so we had that lined up. Now kind of jumping ahead there. So we, we lined that up. We got that, you know, over the course of 30 days, we got 2,000, you know, page likes, uh, fans as they call them. And uh, we were engaging with the page. And now we're, we get the product, we're ready. We wrote a list of 30 friends and family also. And that's the other thing I want to mention. In this process, in this time that you're waiting, you want to get this list, this launch list, and uh, and really uh, just focus on that. I mean, you can spend time doing this, and you're kind of like not wasting time. And then from there, uh, we, we got the product. I had a, a list of about 30 friends and family, and we had the Facebook page. And instantly, uh, I think we did like, 15 uh, sales the first day, and I mean sales, we did like a coupon code, like for a dollar, right? And uh, they would go buy it, and then they would be able to come back and then leave a review. And uh, let me just mention one thing on that. There's a lot of discussion about, you know, unverified reviews and reviews. And here's my take on it. When you're very, when you're first starting, when you're, when you're, you're, just you know, trying to get some reviews. Your main purpose for getting these reviews isn't necessarily for sales. What it is for is for you to get reviews. So when people see your pay per click, when we start running that, they start to see the stars. Okay, because if you're running pay per click, Amazon pay per click, and they don't see those stars, well, they're gonna think about, well, no one's even bought that thing yet. Right, that's kind of like psychologically what they think. So if you can get at least five reviews immediately, immediate, you know, you're all of a sudden going to have stars show up. So I don't care if they're unverified or verified. All it is is a social proof element. So just think about that for a minute. All right, don't worry about having to wait before people get it. If you can get people nearby in your in your area, in your neighborhood, someone next door neighbor, whatever, take you know your product, hand it to them, and then say, hey, test it out and when you get a chance, just go on Amazon and leave me a review. As of right now, Amazon still allows that and they don't care because you could be a brick and mortar business that sells the product locally and then you could tell those customers to go on Amazon and leave reviews about your product. So it, 
it does make sense, and there's nothing shady about doing that, all right, as long as you are getting an honest uh, review. You know, you're not telling them to only leave you a five-star. Don't do that, all right? So that's what we did, and uh, we had a, we had a handful of... Um, of unverified reviews, and they're still up today. They're not taken down. Some people say, well, they get removed. Ours haven't, um, but you know, since then, we've been able to organically get our reviews, and that's where it'll start happening once you start getting organic sales or sales through pay-per-click, all right? So I just wanted to point that out, all right? So now, um, well, you know what? Let me just back up real quick. I got ahead of myself here. The other thing you can do in that 30 days is you're going to be working on your product images, your description, your listing. Um, if you uh, if you want to, I would recommend this. You would want it to sign up for a service that does your email autoresponder for you through Amazon. So Feedback Genius is what I currently use, and I basically just wrote a three-part uh, um, email response or auto response. So when they got the product uh, or when the product was shipped, they would get an email uh, like five days after they they got the product that they'd get an email and then like 12 days after they get an email and uh then from there you're able to start getting your feedback and start getting your reviews going um and that's what i did in so in the meantime those 30 days you're working on building up your launch list you're worrying about uh you know getting a, a list of uh you know friends and family together that you know that you can get reviews from and then from there you're working on product images descriptions listing you can get your listing kind of all set up uh and then uh from there you're ready okay so the day that you get your product everything is ready uh, and you can set up your listing without even having your product in stock through fba it's just going to be a listing that's not active yet all right so you don't have to wait you know you can go in and start uh you know creating all of that important stuff you know, within your listing. Um, okay, so then from there, the product goes live. We gave away, like I said, I think about 30 units across the board over the, over the course of a week or two. And then, uh, so for the first three or four days, that's what we did. And then, uh, and then from there, we started to get those reviews coming in, all right? And uh, we also posted it on, uh, another thing on the uh, page because what we did is we private messaged uh, the people that responded to our Facebook post. And then from there, we just posted it again, kind of at, you know, in its own form, kind of like if anyone still wants to test the product, we have, you know, 10 more available, you know, private messages. And I think we might've got another five people from that. Uh, so you can constantly be, be doing that. But the one thing I will say with the Facebook page, don't just keep pounding your product, do that little giveaway thing and then do three other content posts, you know, like ones that are going to give value about whatever you're, you're discussing. Um, just very, very important. You don't want to start now all of a sudden pounding them. You want to kind of do the jab, 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 right hook thing that Gary uh, Vanderchuk uh, talks about. All right. So, uh, the you know, the jabs are basically the content, you know, and then the right hook is the promotion. Uh, so you want to stick to that. It's a good format to follow, which is a great book, by the way, if you haven't read that. Uh, but anyway, so. Um, from there, um, the one thing I will say too that we did is uh, Facebook ads. Okay, so we ran, I think maybe about, I don't know, a hundred bucks worth of Facebook ads, and and uh, what we did is we uh, we advertised, uh, you know, a dollar promo. Okay, so if you wanted to test this product, be a tester of this product, um, click here basically, and you can receive it for a dollar. They would click there. What we did is we sent them to a landing page through Lead Pages, and uh, we collected their email address. And then once we collected their email address and they hit submit, they would go to a thank you page. The thank you page then would have the coupon code and all the instructions to purchase the product and then receive the discount. 
Okay, that's important because then while you're spending money on face uh, on Facebook advertising, you're you're uh, you're creating an email list as well, which is really really powerful. Now, if you don't have an email uh, service like Aweber or Mailchimp or any of them, and you don't have a, a thing like uh, you know a, a software program or a software um, that can do uh, you know landing pages like lead pages, don't let that hold you up. I would still run Facebook ads to uh, you know the offer. Okay, to basically just a page that said, here, get your coupon and don't do the email if that's going to hold you up. Don't wait to have all of that stuff in place. I see so many people be like, well, I'm going to wait until I get that. But then, it, you know, once you get, you know, wasting time, you then put that off and it never happens or you just keep putting it off. So don't worry about that if that's a problem. That's what I would recommend. That's the first choice. Second choice would be just do it, do something and drive those targeted uh, people from Facebook to your dollar offer or dollar ninety five offer, and actually that's a good point. I want to bring up. I'm going to start moving away from the dollar promo and start doing like either a three ninety five or a four ninety five. Um, I just had in my mastermind group. I just had a gentleman on uh, who's doing very well in Amazon selling, and uh, he was saying that uh, he's finding that the uh, you know if you're selling a nineteen ninety five dollar product, you could charge upwards of four four ninety five for it and still get a, a bunch of people. And he also found that those people will be more likely to leave a review because they spent a little bit more money, which which makes sense. So I'm going to start playing around with that. And again, I'll be reporting back on this podcast about you know what I'm doing. Like I'll be like, you know, hey, I just ran a promotion. I did this. This is how it worked. This is what I thought worked better. And uh, and I'll be kind of reporting back uh, using my own uh, brand as uh, as you know, like a little you know test dummy, I guess. So, uh, all right, so moving on here. Uh, so then from there, once I got about 12 reviews, I started pay-per-click, okay, Amazon pay-per-click. And I don't want anyone getting confused thinking I'm doing Google pay-per-click because I'm not and I'm, I'm currently not either because I'm, I've, I think that we can do so much more with Amazon pay-per-click, which will be a whole nother podcast and probably a bunch because there's so much we could talk about on that. But I waited till I got about... I believe it was 12 reviews before I turned on pay-per-click. And the reason is, is because I didn't want to spend money without having any of those stars that I talked about. So if you can get even five stars, you know, ranking or, you know, five reviews showing on there and hopefully all five stars, uh, I would turn, I would start playing around with it. I would start using the pay-per-click. That's probably what I would do. Now I've got other people that I've talked to that say they start it without even having any reviews and they're starting to get sales. So you know what? It's really up to you. Personally, I think I could get probably five to 10 reviews in probably a couple of days. So I would probably wait until I got those and then I would start running the pay-per-click. Um, and, uh, and then just, you know, again, play with your price to find the sweet spot. So, you know, you might be saying, well, eventually I want to be able to charge $19.95, but right now in order to get sales, Let's say that your break-even cost is $10.95 after you pay for Amazon fees and your product fees, then you know, put it out there for $10.95, you know, and start getting sales. As long as you're breaking even, it's going to benefit you because you have to start getting sales before you can start ranking for organic keywords. And again, that's a whole nother episode. Um, but that's that's what I did, okay? And I just started running pay-per-click. And right from the get-go, once I started running pay-per-click, I was getting sales. Now, let me just mention one thing too, is that when you are running pay-per-click, you might start running ads and then all of a sudden, you know, see that you're getting 30 click 
clicks, let's say, and then you say, well, I didn't get any sales because Amazon shows you, okay, you got this many clicks and you got this many sales. But the thing is, is Amazon takes usually about five days, sometimes even longer uh, before they report back. Okay. And I think part of that is, well, one, because I think there's their uh, backend software is behind the times, which is crazy because Amazon's so big. Right. Um, but I also think because people put it into their shopping cart and then they don't check out right, until maybe two days later. Um, so really, in order to get a really true assessment of what you've done, you've really got to wait about seven to 10 days. That's what I usually do. Um, one thing I will point out, I learned this, and uh, this is what I would do differently, because um, I basically just went after like 10 of my top keywords that I thought, you know, that I was going to rank for. And I went in and I said, I'm going to spend uh, on these keywords upwards of $5, and I knew I wasn't going to spend $5, but I knew I was going to get a bunch of impressions and I knew I was going to be number one. And I knew I was going to be able to kind of get an idea if these keywords were even worth bidding on. And, uh, even though I was upwards of $5 that I was willing to spend, I didn't spend more than like a dollar 50 or $2, but I did get a lot of impressions. But then what I said is I go, you know what? I'm going to try this auto campaign because I did it manually, right? I added my own keywords, but they've got the feature built in there that you can actually uh, have Amazon place your, your listing for keywords that they feel that people would be searching for your product or that would buy your product. So I said, I'll give it a test. I gave it a test. And let me just tell you, it's one of my best performing campaigns right now. Okay. So it's, I haven't even turned it off. I was going to do it just for a couple weeks just to get the data back because they're going to be able to now tell me what keywords they displayed and which ones made sales. And that's what I recommend you do anyway because it's going to give you a really good idea of who they feel your ideal customer is, uh, which is very, very powerful. So what I did is I ran that. I'm continuing to run it. And uh, from there, I took those keywords that they were showing for and that I was making sales from, and then I took those, I copied them into a separate campaign and then did a manual campaign with those, and I bid up maybe a little bit higher. And now I'm getting really good sales from those keywords. And then from there, I can keep I can keep drilling down. I could take each, each one of those and then create separate campaigns for those or dig down deeper and go into Google uh, AdWords tool and find out from that one keyword, what are other keywords that are related? And again, we could talk a whole episode on that, which we will, uh, but I'm just kind of giving you an idea of how this whole thing can work. But that's what I would do. I would start with the auto campaign and I would put a reasonable budget of at least like 25 bucks a day and I would probably bid upwards of at least $2 just to start getting some impressions and start getting some clicks. And you really got to give that a good day before you really have an idea of the impressions because sometimes it'll start off real slow and then it'll start to build up once you start getting into the system. Okay, so that was pay-per-click. I know I got a little off course there, but it's pretty important stuff. So when, when I got about 12 reviews, I started running pay-per-click. I haven't stopped since, okay? I've actually, I increased it quite a bit and then all of a sudden I started seeing that if I didn't slow sales down, which is a crazy thing to say, um, that I was gonna run out of inventory and I didn't wanna run out of inventory, so then I had to back off on my pay-per-click to slow down my sales, uh, which was crazy. So, but anyway, I still continue to spend um, every single day, but I plan on increasing that. I'll spend upwards of three, four, five hundred dollars a day as long as it's going to be profitable. Um, and you're going to see once you get into this thing that it can definitely uh, be a huge advantage for you to use the Amazon pay per click. All right. So, um, over the course of 40 days, um, I was rated about the 20 to 25 sales per day. And I started off slow, you know, started off, you know, Right after I started doing my promotions there in the beginning, I did like maybe four or five days of promotions. 
I started to get two, maybe three sales per day, and then it went up to five to seven sales a day, and then it went up to 10 sales a day, and then I might have a down day. Maybe it went back down to five, but then the next day I'd have 12. So you're going to see it's going to go all over the place a little bit, but the average over the course of uh, like 40 days, um, I at the end of those 40 days, probably around, I'd say around the, I don't know, 25th day, um, I started to get where I was around the 20 sale per day mark, uh, 20 to 25 sales. And that's when um, I said, okay, I think I can even get this thing up a little bit more. So I went and I tried uh, one of those email services where uh, you would basically give away like 100 units, all right? And again, we can talk a whole episode on this, which we will. Um, I'm gonna give you the Cliff Notes version of this. Um, I was at 20 to 25 sales a day, and looking back at it now, I probably wouldn't have done this, um, and I wouldn't recommend anyone else doing it because I still could have built the same kind of momentum, I believe, um, without giving away 100 units at once by just increasing my pay-per-click and getting sales that way. But what I did is I wanted to try it out. Everyone else was doing it. I wanted to see what it was all about, and I targeted one keyword uh, meaning that they give you one spot where you can put your keyword in. It's a super URL, they call it, and it's basically where your keyword is embedded in the link, and that helps you rank for that keyword. And uh, I use the service uh, Zonblast, and uh, you know it, it did exactly what it said it was supposed to do. Uh, it blasted it out, and w- literally within uh, probably about less than 30 minutes, I, I had given out about 140 units. And uh, Again, that's what I mean. We could talk a whole episode on that. I didn't want to give away 140. I wanted to give away 100. And uh, before I could you know, stop the promotion from running, uh, I had given away an extra 40. So you really got to be careful with that. If you don't know how to uh, secure your inventory uh, or now that they added this uh, feature where you can have one coupon per person and then it will basically get destroyed where it won't be able to be used anymore, um, that wasn't there yet. And it also complicates things because everyone has to have its own unique code um, with this here, everyone gets the same code, and then if you don't secure your inventory, meaning if you don't uh, lock up some of your inventory so it can't be purchased, um, you could go through a thousand units within an hour. And I've heard about it being done, and uh, I wouldn't want to be that person because that's probably thousands of dollars down the drain, and uh, it's just it's crazy. Um, so I did that uh, the design blast and. Um, you know, I did. I bumped up in ranking BSR in my bestseller rank uh, probably within a couple of hours. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, after the dust settled, um, I got reviews. That's the one thing I would say. I definitely got probably around 25, 30 reviews from that. So it was a positive on that end, uh, which is going to probably help my sales. But just from getting the sales, people think I'm going to get this rush of sales. I'm going to spike my bestseller rank, which spiking your bestseller rank doesn't do jack crap, I'm sorry, <laughs> because it doesn't matter that it spiked, spiked your, your, uh, your BSR. Uh, what, more, what matters more is after that happens, okay, and the keyword that you targeted, you better hope that that one keyword is the one that's going to organically get you more sales because if you don't continue sales after those 100 that you gave away are there, if you don't continue uh, to have 20 sales a day or however many you need, you're going to just go right back to your your uh, bestseller rank that you were on before. 
So it's not going to help your sales unless you can continual, uh, continually uh, pump sales. And the way that you would do that is you would give away, I would prefer to give away 25. If you're going to give away 100, do 25 one day, 25 the next, 25 the next, 25 the next. And they do offer that service. It was more money. It was like $400. You know, It was even more, maybe even $500. I don't know what it was. Um, but you could do the same thing with pay-per-click. Just take your keyword that you want to rank for uh, as long as you know that it it's, gets a lot of search. And then, uh, and if it and if it doesn't get a lot of search, then it's not the keyword you should be going after anyway. And then just bidding very high on it, bid up to five dollars on that keyword, and try to get organic sales that way, or paid per clicks uh, sales on that particular keyword. And that's exactly what I did on one of my keywords. And it took about three to four weeks, but steadily. I was pumping, you know, traffic to that keyword and getting sales, and I, I started moving up in the ranks, and uh, and I, I got from like page three all the way up to page one, like the fifth position by doing that strategy versus doing a, a blast all at once with one super URL. So my take is on that is if you're going to do one of those services, spread out the uh, your uh, giveaways, and uh, me personally, I will probably be doing. Uh, especially with a product that's already selling. If you have a brand new product, it might be something that you want to do just because it'll kind of get the ball rolling and it'll get reviews coming in and stuff. Um, But if you are going to do that, I really do recommend that you have uh, some type of follow-up sequence in place because if you don't, you're not going to be able to get those reviews as quickly. And I would definitely stay away from getting reviews that are paid. I even even don't even even like to go out and get reviews from some of these um, groups, even the group that we're in. I don't like that because you know, who knows? Amazon could get a footprint and see that people that left reviews are from this review group or whatever. And I don't know, maybe I'm being paranoid, but I don't want that trace. You know, I don't want to be tracked that way and then have 40 of my reviews get wiped out, which by the way, one of my competitors, uh, was beating me in reviews. And then all of a sudden one day I woke up and his, he had 70 reviews gone, gone. So whatever he was doing was not legit. And Amazon found out and they wiped out 70 reviews overnight. So now I have more reviews, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of trying to do things by the book. Okay. So anyway, uh, kind of, I'm going to wrap this up here cause we're, we're getting, uh, we're getting out of time. But, uh, so basically I did that and, uh, I didn't really see the results that I really wanted to, but I did learn some stuff. So I guess there was a valuable lesson there. Um, but then from there, I just focused on pay-per-click and, uh, and really just started to expand out my campaigns, doing more test campaigns. Um, I, uh, I use the tool, the AMZ Shark, and uh, I'm able to take my competitors or related products and then put them into AMZ Shark. And then from there, it will give me a whole slew of these keywords that you would never even dream or think of. And then I just export them and put them into its own campaign, put a, a budget of maybe 10 bucks a day, maybe 50 cents a click and let it run and let the data tell me what it, what it does. And then I learned from there. And that's all I did. And uh, now I'm starting to rank for hundreds of keywords. And that's the thing. You know, you don't have to rank for just one or two keywords. Rank rank for all of them. Rank for, you know, 500 keywords. Because over time, then you're going to be, you know, taking and, and doing the blanket effect where you're, you're really just casting a net over top of all of these loose keywords that might only get, you know, 100 searches a month. But, you know, out of those hundred, you're going to be seen and you might get one sale. And then that's just constant. And that's going to be organically. All right. So organically, what we mean by that, too, is if, you, if you're very new and you don't know it, organically is means that it's, it's you're showing up in the listings. Uh, you're not showing up in the paid search. Uh, and that's what you really ultimately want to be doing. All right. So um, 
So that's pretty much, uh, that's it in a nutshell. That's where I am today. And actually, right now, I'm upwards of uh, 40, uh, around 35 to 45 sales per day. I've had a couple of 60 sales per day, uh, again, because we spike all over the place. But really, we're talking about uh, 35 to 45 on a consistent uh, basis. And uh, I'm right now uh, in the process of launching product number two. That should be here in about a week, be listed and I'm going to follow the process I just explained to you. I'm going to do it again. The only thing I'm going to change is what I had mentioned. Uh, even with the Facebook page that I built, I have that built already. Now I'm going to reach out to that community. I'm going to see if 10 people want to receive uh, receive that. The only thing I would add is uh, the site Thomason. We've been uh, definitely uh, considering using that. I've got some people in my mastermind group that are definitely using that. And they're having really good success with that. So I'm definitely going to try that out as, uh, out as well. And uh, we could probably do a, a show on that in, in the future uh, if you guys want to. But uh, yeah, that one's really cool too. Too because what they're doing is uh, you're 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 basically letting people know that you want to get uh, people to to review your product and uh, not just on Amazon but on their blog and uh, what it does is it. it kind of like um, grabs all of the bloggers that want to review products and then you pick and choose who you want to review your product and you can give them a coupon code for a free you know free coupon or whatever so they can get it for free and then uh, all that they have to do is just uh, post a review on their blog and uh, and then from there they go over and leave a review on Amazon and what this does is it gets you a sale on Amazon because they had to go through and use the coupon it also allows them to get your three-part sequence to leave a review and thirdly uh, it they create a blog post on their blog, which explains your product, which you could get sales from that. But also, more importantly, it creates a backlink going to your listing. And then you could eventually start to show up for keywords inside of Google search. And that's really the ultimate. So Thomason is something that we're definitely looking into. And we'll be talking more about that uh, as I use it and as uh, some of our guests are using it, I'm sure. So um so that's pretty much it. That's going to wrap up this show. That's uh, that's what I wanted to share with you today. And I know there's going to be probably a lot of questions that come from this. Um, so let me obviously uh, tell you how to do that if you want to leave me a question. Um, you can go to, I set up a little blog. I think I mentioned this in the third one. A little blog. It's going to be very, very basic uh, blog just to host these these podcasts. So this way here, you can go back and kind of search through them and uh, it has a place for them to reside. Uh, but it's uh, theamazingseller.com is where that you'll find all of them, okay? Right now, there's only going to be a couple. Uh, but uh, you can go there and uh, you can see all of the episodes. The other thing that you can do while you're there is if you go to, and I'll have a little button there for that if you want to ask a question, you can just click on that and then uh, there'll either be a form that you can submit to me or I'll just leave it where you can leave comments and we'll do that. I'll, it'll probably be changing over time and see what works the best. Uh, you can just go to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask and that'll bring you to the same page. I'm going to create a page that just says, um, you know, basically just a place for you to ask questions, and then we could answer them on this uh, podcast. And then uh, lastly, uh, there'll be a, also a spot there to enter your email if you want to get uh, updates. Uh, of course, I have nothing to sell, so you don't have to worry about me spamming you. It's just a way for me to be able to uh, tell you that there's a new podcast out or any resources that we might have added to a podcast, maybe some of the uh, links uh, that people had shared or whatever. 
Um, so you can go there and get that too uh, on that page. So it's really going to be a basic page or a basic blog where you can just kind of find these these things that are related to this podcast that I'm creating. Uh, and uh, lastly, uh, I would ask you to leave a iTunes review. It's just like Amazon. If you can leave us a review over there, we'll be able to show up more. I keep saying we like it's this big thing. It's me. <laughs> it's me and a microphone sitting here with my dog, uh, which he's I haven't heard him snore. Um, he's sound asleep, though. It's cold out. It's like zero degrees out here, and he's all nestled in his little bed. Um, but anyway, uh, it has nothing to do with uh, you guys. But I keep saying we. I thought I'd bring that up. It's it's me and a mic and you on the other end. Uh, but yeah, if you could just do me a favor and go over to iTunes, leave a review, uh, obviously honest review. Let me know if you think this is cool, if this is valuable, if you want me to keep doing this. And uh, from there, if you have other thing is if you, if you have anyone that you want to recommend to come on the show, let them know about it and uh, have them contact me or you contact me for them. And uh, the other thing is take this uh, this podcast, however you found it, and share it. Uh, you know, go out there and uh, put it on other Facebook uh, FBA groups and uh, wherever you think that people would find value in this, or so we can reach uh, other sellers. You know, so I can have them on and interview them because I really, really want to do that. I want I want to dig into other people's businesses and really see what's making them tick. And uh, and again. I want this to be totally low key. This is not going to be uh, anything, um, you know, high, uh, you know, production and all this stuff. I want it to be simple, right? We come on, we have a chat, we dig in, we get to the meat of it, and uh, and we move on with our day and take action. And uh, this episode's a little bit longer than uh, I expect them to be. I'm hoping to keep them around, uh, you know, thirty to forty minutes tops. Uh, and again, I just don't want to restrict what we're talking about, I guess. I don't want to restrict because I say, oh boy, the the, the ticker here is telling me that I got to get off. Uh, I want to be, I want you to be able to get all of the information and I don't want to have to feel rushed. So, but I do talk kind of fast if you haven't noticed. So I can cover some, some good information in a relatively quick amount of time. All right. So that's going to wrap it up. So again, if you can leave me a iTunes review, that would be awesome. And again, the name of the show is The Amazing Seller, and uh, you can search for that in iTunes. Hopefully, it'll be indexed by then, and if not, you can just use the link that you found here to go over to iTunes and leave that review. If you want to leave a question, you can just go to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, or you'll just find a button on that page when you go to theamazingseller.com. So that is it. So I wanted to say thanks for stopping by and hanging out with me. And uh, I look forward to hearing some of your questions and hopefully help you get to that next level, whether you're starting, whether you're at the level that I'm at and going to where I'm going to be going, or if you're further ahead and uh, you want to be able to uh, even learn just from little tips. Because I I even got people on our uh uh, mastermind group that I feel are uh, you know even ahead of of us and they're learning from some of the things that I'm doing. So it, it's cool because you just never know. One little nugget can make a huge difference. All right, so that's going to wrap it up. Once again, I'm Scott Volker with uh, the Amazing Seller, and uh, you know that sounded real professional, didn't it? The Amazing Seller, uh, <laughs> F- FBA, Amazon, uh, e-commerce, right? Whatever. All right, so that's it. That's going to wrap it up and stop rambling here. Get on with your day. I hope it's a productive one. And who knows, maybe you will be the next amazing seller. Take care. Talk to you later.